All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversion Therapy, or another session, I should say. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Justin. I'm your other host, Jordan. Um, today, we're obviously going to be going into some different topics. We got a couple of uh, killer ones to go through. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, should we do like a thing where it's like, oh, what has your week been like? Like, ha- have you had any like exciting things happen to you? In the past, like, I don't know how long it's been since we've last filmed. Yeah, I mean, we could. Not a lot happens in my life, though, so <laughs> it might not go so well. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we could try it. Let's do it. Um, I'll start first. So, right. I, as I've mentioned before, I play Apex Legends a lot. And um, I stream on Twitch. And I obviously, like, I'm on Twitch a lot of times when I have free time. And um, I was playing Apex... And I got queued into a game with one of my favorite streamers. Her name is AC, um, fellow Canadian. And I was like, there's no way. I like literally put question marks in the in the chat because I was like, there's no way this is this is her. But then I saw her clan tag was Loba, which is like a character in the game. And I was like, this is literally her. And then she started speaking. And it was really, really freaking cool because like, of course, she recognized me. Um, her chat recognized me. And it was like, it's pretty fucking cool. And then we um, insta-dropped on basically another team, killed them, but then we got third-partied. But, I mean, technically it was our third's fault for the reason that we died. But, I mean, that's kind of an, a highlight. That's the, probably the only highlight. I literally... It's 10.23 in the morning right now. I have not gone to bed yet. I literally... Are you kidding me? No. Because, <laughs> I mean, so I just got off, um, like, graveyards... And now I go back to mornings. And so, like, the transition is very weird because, like, typically, well, the way it was at the beginning of the month was, um, like, uh, graveyards to afternoons. But then, like, I switch shifts or, well, we switch shifts. And then now I'm on mornings. And so I have two mornings and then I go into an afternoon. So I don't know how the fuck I'm going to, like, readjust because it's, like, I have to go to work, be there for, like, 530 and then the next day be there for 6. And then the next day is an afternoon. So it's like, usually when I come home from my mornings, I go to bed. But I don't know how I'm going to, like, readjust for my... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how... See, my sleep schedule is completely opposite to yours. I was so tired last night. I went to bed at 9.30, and then I couldn't sleep past 6 a.m. So I've been up since 6, which is very abnormal for me. Um, But yeah, okay. So yeah, my week. Um, So, I mean... Yeah, like I said, not a lot happens in my life. Uh, things that are going on right now. I started reading um, this biopic book on uh, Tiger Woods. I started it yesterday. Holy shit, it's so good. Is it so, like, is it like a, I, so how do they work? Is it like they ask Woods okay. questions and then it's so, just the reporting no, on it? Or? So, so this, he wasn't complicit in the writing of this book. And if you've actually heard, if you've seen, there's a, there's a biopic done on HBO called Tiger and it's, uh, it's actually on Crave right now. And it was the, the, this book was the basis for that show. Um, the people who made this book, they, they, they got their information from a series of over 250 interviews of people that were close to Tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have, they have a, it's actually pretty freaky the amount of information they have um yeah i mean he's uh like i don't know how much you know about him but like a lot of the time like his like the relationship between his him and his father was romanticized a lot when he was a kid like they were shown to they were supposed to have this bond and his dad was supposed to be like this really nurturing person that really wasn't the case his dad was like really really dead set on tiger being like a cultural phenomenon 
and put a lot of unfair pressure on him and he was subjected to a lot of abuse um so yeah it's 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 interesting yeah that sounds interesting i remember um i don't know what year it was it's masters is like the biggest golf tournament right yeah so um i don't know if this was like i don't really know what years tiger woods won them in but i remember for one of them i believe i was in a bar with my dad's side of the family and um everyone like in that bar was rooting for him like everyone and i had no idea really what like golf was i had no idea who he was but of course at the time like he ended up winning that year and he was like this big thing um but then the years following he didn't do as well and he was kind of like like people were like let down by his performance um but then i think what year did he most recently win he like came back yeah he had a tour win i think like within the last two years Mm -hmm. and everybody everybody was going nuts for it yeah okay i remember that was like because i have never really paid attention to golf Um, Me neither, to be honest with you. Yeah, if anything, like, I would just hear about it in the news or whatever. But that went, like, that was trending on, like, like everywhere. And so, like, everyone kind of knew about it. And I was like, damn. Because, I mean, I didn't really know, like, I don't know how old he is. I don't know how old he was, like, at the time of uh, when he won, like, when I was in the bar. Um, Well, I wasn't literally in the bar because I would have been a minor. But I was in a restaurant that had a bar. Um, But, yeah, I thought he was old then. And then it was like, oh, he's won again. I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not well, that old. Have you ever heard of an author named Ma- Malcolm Gladwell? No, I haven't. So he's kind of like this, like, I don't want to. He's like a, I don't want to call them self-help books. They're like sort of like exploratory science books that he writes. Okay. So he, in one of his books he wrote, he was talking about like prodigies, like Mozart and John Lennon. And he was saying he, he brought, he came up with this thing you might have heard of. It's called the 10,000 hour level of mastery. So for you, so he's determined in these books that the things that make these prodigies great isn't necessarily an innate ability. It's that they work much, much, much harder than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And he says that these people, they've got like any person, if they put 10,000 hours into a specific cell, they're going to scale, they're going to be a master of it. Um, So he's saying that, like, for example, he thinks that. I think it was the Beatles reached their 10,000 hours probably by the age of like 25. And there was some, I think it was Mozart, he said probably 21. If you do the research, Tiger Woods, he said probably 15. Damn. Yeah, because when he was two years old, his his dad had made this golf club toy for him. Mm -hmm. Like his dad had a vision for him like as soon as he was born. Um, So yeah, it was interesting. Did, uh, well, how far into the biopic are you? Uh, like 80 pages. Have they mentioned anything on like Woods not wanting that lifestyle and maybe pursuing another career? So he, so they've sort of said that in his family home, like they, they didn't really talk about how they felt a lot. And that was Mm -hmm. part of the, the family felt that that was important. So he, he didn't feel like home was a safe space to, to say things like that. But there was a girl who um, he was seeing for a while. And in this book, it says that um, he would call her at certain points and he would just say, like, like not necessarily that he didn't want to golf, but that his parents wanted him to, to do specific things. Like they wanted him to go to Stanford. And it sounds like he wanted to go to University of Las Vegas, but he okay. went to Stanford anyways. Like he, he did a lot of things that weren't his decision, it sounds like. Wasn't there like trending news of like his uh his home life with his wife 
Yeah, so the, the book actually opens with uh, the chapter of, I don't know if you remember hearing about when his wife like came after him with a golf club. Mm-hmm. So it, the first chapter in the book is that is that that whole thing. And the amount of information that they have is is interesting. Um, yeah, are they still married? No, no, no. She they got divorced like pretty quickly after. OK, has he remarried or is he still single? No, he was still single. He dated like Lindsey Vaughn and he dated somebody else. But yeah, he's still single. Who's that? Lindsey Vaughn's like that famous American skier, the Olympian. Oh, now she's I think now she's married to P.K. Subban. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Doesn't Subban have a brother who's yeah, like a goalie? He- yeah, and then he's got another br- brother who was a defenseman who was drafted by the Canucks, Jordan Subban. Wait, drafted like this year? No, like he no, he he hasn't made it. Like he's not going to make it. Oh, oh, that's sad. Do you know? Have you like? Do you personally know any famous people? Um, like on a personal level? Um, I guess not really, because like I I technically know a f- famous person that I used to go to school with. You're talking like no, like no of like what, what, what level are we talking here? Um, you've like interacted with at some point in your life, whether it be through like school or like friends or like somehow that's not like meeting them at a concert or a meet and greet or like just catching them off guard at like a Walmart. Yeah. So the only one that I can think of is my sister's childhood friend. Um, her name is, her name's Haley. She's a, she's an actress now um she's she's been in she's been in a bunch of stuff she was in Riverdale she was in um she's been in a bunch of Netflix movies I think she goes by by the name of Halo now she's also like a a a music a music artist um so yeah that's probably the closest thing how about you um I think I mentioned before to you like off camera or whatever um the, the Dennis Chalowski who was like drafted to the Red Wings oh yeah um I went to elementary school with him and then, or no, wait. Okay. I always get this confused. I know for sure that there was a year in high school that we went to high school together. And I'm pretty sure we went to elementary school together. Not hundred percent. It's like a, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I remember, uh, he like, I remember hearing his name in one of the drafts and it was like, cause it, it was, it was pretty big here because it was like, oh, you know, Vancouver boy or whatever gets drafted to the Detroit Red Wings. And then I saw the name. I was like, why does that, why is that such a familiar name? And then uh, one of my friends messaged me and she was like, Hey, like this is, you know, like we used to go to school with him. I was like, that makes so much sense. That's why his name's so damn familiar. But um, I don't know, like I don't really pay attention to hockey, anything at all really. Um, I don't, I don't think he's still on the Red Wings right now. He might be, like, in, like, the lower leagues or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it's called. But um, I don't even know how many games he's played on the Red Wings. But I remember, like, when, like, he was very interested in hockey when I remember, like, when we were in high school. And so it makes sense that he kind of he kind of went through. I mean, it was surprising because he was a first-round pick. I think he was, like, drafted, like, 20-something in the first round. I was like, damn. You know what year that was? Um, let me look it up right now. Because if he's a first round pick, like he's supposed to like that. That's a big deal. Uh, twenty sixteen first round twentieth pick. Okay. So, um, so unfortunately, that probably doesn't bode the the best for his NHL career at this point. Yeah, it looks like I'm trying to look through. So he played fifty two games in the eighteen nineteen season on the Detroit Red Wings. He got what was the stats? Seven goals, nine assists, sixteen points. 
not great. Not great, yeah. And then, ooh, oh god, uh, played thirty six games in the nineteen twenty season, two goals, six assists. Uh, played sixteen games in the twenty twenty one season, uh, one goal, two assists. Apparently, for like the tw- it says for twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. It's a, oh, okay, so I guess he was on the Seattle roster, but then he's no longer on the active roster, and now he's on the Washington Capitals roster. Okay, so he's still in the NHL. Yeah, because he played for in the AHL for a bit, and then um, yeah. I went to like I didn't know I didn't know them personally, but I went to school with two players that were drafted in the NHL: Tyler Watherspoon and Colin Fraser. Are they good? Um, Tyler Watherspoon, I think, is in the New Jersey uh devil system right now okay uh colin fraser was an nhler for a few years he played for the oilers he played for i think nashville um yeah nice yeah i mean i don't think he would remember me (laughs) oh i've I've never even met these guys i'm talking about (laughs) yeah i thought he had the same birthday as my the friend that like messaged me that it was him i thought they had the same birthday but i think i'm thinking of a different person because that's not his birthday. <laughs> I'm looking at his birthday right now. But um, I don't know who I was thinking of. But, I mean, yeah, that's still super cool. That Wait, I wonder what number he is. Does it even say on this? It doesn't even freaking say. Oh, apparently he's a lefty. I don't so, know what I would be. Wait, wait, if I'm turned, is it depending on which way you're turned? No. What is it depending on? Um, like which which hand is in front if you hold the hockey stick? In front? Yeah. Like so, like closer like, to the ground? Yeah, like practice practice a shot. Which, which hand is closer? Okay, to the I ground? think I'm a righty then. You're a righty. Okay. I I'm like I like I left. I'm a lefty when it comes to writing, but like any sport, I feel like I'm a righty. See, that's funny because I like I am right handed in everything except except hockey. I golf right even. But really? I sh- but I play hockey left. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm thinking because like I golf right. Um, I, I spike right in volleyball. I shoot. I would shoot right in hockey, but I can't skate worse shit. Um, and I bat right. And I like it's I've tried the other direction because normally like isn't it like very common if you're a lefty that you're a lefty in like everything i would think so yeah but like i've tried to and it's just it's so uncomfortable to like to do that it's just like like no um should we go to our first topic (laughs) i think we should (laughs) okay so the first topic we're going to be covering um is kind of a specific example of the more broad topic we're going into so recently, um, Jesse Nelson and Nicki Minaj released a music video entitled Boys with a Z. And um, Jesse Nelson, who used to be a singer for Little Mix, who I used to listen to a lot. I kind of still do listen to quite a bit. Um, she's uh, recently kind of gone away from that group. Um, she's gotten a lot of backlash because in this video, uh, her skin is much darker than it normally is. Like she's pure white. Like she's pure white. And see, um, see, see, but okay, uh, let me jump in for a sec. I when I when I was looking into this, I what I found out is they were saying that the issue that we're going to speak of when you're saying she appears much darker, apparently that was an issue when she was in this group as well. This English group. Is that not true? 
Oh, like, like, what do you mean? Like, she looked darker throughout yes. the years? So apparently this has been a thing that she's been doing for a while. And you and you can probably speak to that more than I can. That makes sense because, like, when... She, so they won the X Factor. Um, and that actually does kind of make sense. Because you, you'd realize... So I can't remember what year it was that they won. But she was white. And she wasn't, like, you know, like, she didn't tan or whatever. She didn't darken her skin in any way. Um, and then kind of, yeah, that does make sense. Cause they, of course you have like their album covers throughout the years and like, uh, I can't remember what album it was, but it was when they did secret love song with Jason Derulo and like, yeah, she's quite a bit darker on, on that. And like, um, yeah, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Just finish. Oh no, you're la- good. Laying it, laying it out for the, for the listeners. So yeah. So in this video, there's a lot of backlash be, uh, because, so I haven't actually listened to the song. I don't know if the lyrics correlate to the backlash or not. I, I, I literally have just seen parts of the video and I'm just like, Ooh, okay. Um, because she has much darker skin and like there are multiple takes in the video that she's just surrounded by black men. And, and there's, um, so Nikki appeared and then there was like the bad boy sampling also. Oh yes, that's right. Right. That's right. But, um, I was like, damn. And then, uh, Leanne Pinnock, who is another, um, member of little mix, uh, she's a black woman. She kind of expressed concerns over this and her kind of personal experience about this. And so Nikki and Jesse both did a live together. I think this was on Instagram. And Nikki kind of was just like, oh, you know, like if other people can tan and not get criticized for it or like can darken their skin or get lip fillers, you know, why can't she? Why is she just getting the backlash? And it's very ironic because Nikki called out Miley Cyrus for doing this exact same thing a couple years ago. And I like everyone's called Nikki out on this and just been like, sweetheart, like, why are you doing this only when it benefits you? And it's it's true. Like, she literally did the same. Like, honestly, like she did it with Miley. And I kind of agreed with her when she did it with Miley, because I mean, I, Miley ended up agreeing with her after a couple years. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I was in a fucked up state and like I shouldn't have done a lot of the stuff that I did. But um, I just, like, I don't really understand why, like, she's kind of making an excuse for uh, for Jesse's actions. And, like, Jesse, like, <laughs> she's kind of, like, stood there the entire time, like, like, just saying nothing, nodding her head. I, I keep forgetting that, of course, we have a lot of listeners that are going to be, um, <laughs> like, on Spotify. <laughs> so they can't see me actually, like, um, reenacting what she did. But, I mean, yeah, I just... I, I haven't listened to the song. I don't know if, like, there's lyrics that kind of correlate to a lot of the backlash. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there were. But, uh, yeah, that's not... I mean, like, I was shocked <laughs> to see... Like, I was re- really shocked to find out that Jessie's just pure white. Like, both sides of her family. Like, I really thought that I was, I was going to read up and it's going to be like, oh, you know, like, she's, you know, like, quarter black or half black or, like, something. But no, she's just white. Yeah. And I'm just like. Well, OK, so the thing I think it's important to mention, too, that the what's the group that she was in in the UK again? What are they called? Little Mix. Little Mix. OK, so one original member of Little Mix is is black. So mm-hmm. that's important to mention, too. Um, one one member. The rest of them are not. So the thing is, is OK. So and and I got to give credit to Zach Campbell, who I, I watched his uh, his video on this topic. Um, but I agree with him. He said that uh, the reason that, and I, I agree with this, the reason that Nikki probably stood up, like like is 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 in in favor of of this when she wasn't previously, is 
just the fact that she's saving face, right? Yeah. She's she's implicated in this. So if this if this goes badly, it reflects poorly on her. I think that's literally her only motivation in in defending it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Nikki, like I don't really know what's been up with her lately, but she's had a lot of really bad takes. Like, she, do you remember her vaccine take? Yes. And you know what? Even before, like when I was when I was like, I don't know a lot about Nikki other than her music. But mm-hmm. I, when, when I was digging this up, I, I, I found that she's been in like she's been quiet. It's been quiet for about a year or two, but she's had a lot of controversy in the last five years. Oh, yeah. With her and her husband. like And like her and fucking uh, Cardi B. Yes. And her and Cardi B. And like, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like, I, I used to love Nicki Minaj. I used to love her. And like, I just, I just don't know. Like, she was like, it, it was like a couple months where I was like, okay, you know, like, so um, the Cardi B thing happened. And, uh, and then of course, you know, the stuff came out with her husband and then, so she appeared on the premiere episode of season 11, I believe it was. Wait, no, 12. Season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And, you know, it was, like, all funny and, like, whatever. And I'm just like, okay, this, you know, like, maybe, you know, she's turning a new leaf. I hope so. Because, you know, like, I, I still love her. Um, but then, of course, um, <laughs> came the vaccine thing uh, where it's like, oh, you know, like, what was it again? My, my, uh, my brother or something got, like, chlamydia or, like, an STD from it. Yeah, it was something like somebody getting an STD from it. Yeah, and um, and then she was like featured on Fox News and like the Tucker Carlson show, and then she shared it, and she's like hundred percent because she wasn't getting a lot of backlash for it. Um, she's like hundred percent, blah blah blah, and I'm just like, what the hell? Like, why are you? First of all, like Fox News does not like you, like does not like they've continuously spread like a lot of bullshit when it comes to like your videos. Like Anaconda came out and they were harping on her for anaconda i was like Mm -hmm. why are you like i was like i don't like the fact that you're just doing this because like it's somebody that agrees with you on a large platform and it benefits you Mm -hmm. and this Mm -hmm. doesn't look good for you at all Mm -hmm. okay so and and if you don't want to go here that's fine but i think let's like okay so yeah we've we've established like nikki it looks a little bit shady Mm -hmm. with the stance she's taken on this so let but let's let's jump into a bit of like black fishing itself and why and why it's bad okay so like I did a little bit of research and this is this is the definition I found what, on what black fishing is. Okay? okay. So it says commonly perpetuated by females of European descent, which involves artificial tanning and using makeup to manipulate facial features in order to appear to have some type of black African ancestry. Some consider it to be an equivalent to modern day blackface because it capitalizes off the looks of historically oppressed groups of people by people who come from more privileged backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, but here's the thing is, okay, my problem with, th- with this is why, like, there are numerous artists that do this, that have done this for years, that, 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 that we, that we are allowed to do this. So yeah. why is, why is this bad? I agree hundred percent. Like full T Ariana Grande. And that's, and that's one of the places I was going to this. Full you ever heard of a song called by Ariana called Bad Behavior? I think I think so. I think okay. it was mentioned like cuz like she's been called out for this. Yes. And so, so I'm pretty sure that song yeah, I'm pretty sure that song was mentioned in uh And even like do you do you ever heard of an artist like and this might be this might I may be dating myself with this one. Do you ever heard of an artist called jo- named Jojo? Oh yes, Jojo. Yep. 
Okay, so Jojo is literally the only person, the only, the only, what's the word for somebody? Okay, I'm just going to say the only white person that does R&B music that I can think of, Mm -hmm. right? And like, she doesn't necessarily blackfish with her appearance, but I don't know. You think it's like the type of music she's singing? Well, I think that, okay, so what what is the philosophical problem with 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 this type of behavior is it that we is it that we are stealing another group of people's culture is that is that the issue um i think it's just like partially that i think a lot of times like that it's done it's done by people like it's done by um like when it comes to like looks or trends it's just like what looks good at the time, but it's never like people wanting to like take a voyage into like the history of certain looks or like just like a certain culture in general. Like I know a lot of people or I've seen like a lot of people that um, lip filler, for example, black people have bigger lips than white people. And like a lot of white people get lip filler because they're like, I want that. And that's like what they'll do. They'll do that to look better, but they'll never actually like want to take a look into like the history of black people they'll just kind of use parts of their life when it kind of like accessorizes certain features for them and it's like when it comes down to it they're like kind of stealing part of a culture and not really giving appreciation to it or like it's just kind of inappropriate in a lot of ways and it's just but can it not almost be viewed in certain ways as like an as like an homage to to their culture no. that like no that like, I don't think these... I don't think there's been a single example of an an homage to their culture fulty I've I've never seen it But isn't it an attest isn't it sort of like a a testament to how far we've come in times that there's these groups of people that historically people would say have been privileged that are wanting to that wanting themselves to embody these groups of people that have been segregated by society uh knowing like the intent of the people doing this to say like alter their body or like alter features about them to kind of like simulate more black features oh no like i don't think there's like like you can be like oh you know like i wasn't doing it for this intention it's just like hey well you weren't doing it for a really good one you were doing it to look better for yourself i have never seen an example of like but I don't necessarily even think that it's just they're doing it to look better. I think that they're doing it to to appeal to a wider audience, right? So like this song with Nikki and Jesse, like if 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 she doesn't if she doesn't try to reach into that demographic, then she like that like you know what I mean? It's 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 a it's a career move. It's not Wait, necessarily what demographic? The demographic that's going to listen and and that's where I'm, I'm taking this. Do certain genres of music belong to certain people? That's where I'm going with this. I mean, I think that like Jesse could have done this video without anything, really. Like people know that she's a talented singer. People know that like I mean, of what has been shown, she's a very like kind and easygoing person. Unfortunately, certain things have come out uh, recently that uh, disproved that a little bit, just with like other little mix members. Um, but like, I just, I don't think that that needed to be done. And I definitely don't think so. Like the live that they did was basically in response to, to Leanne kind of voicing her concern over this 
Yeah. And that's kind of what pissed me off because it was just like they handled it horribly, even with their viewpoints. And it was just like they didn't even like try to really understand where these voices of concern were coming from. And that's kind of like a huge issue I find with it. I think that demographic can still be reached. Like there have been plenty of instances where it's like, like, are you talking about pop and then like a hip hop? artists that's like in or like a rap artist or like what are you talking about specifically yeah i'm talking about like r&b and rap genres but i mean again like i can probably i can say like and i can use my own example like an artist like jojo right mm-hmm. like w- we wouldn't say that jojo blackfishes and she's appealed to 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 r&b fans hmm. i mean i don't know like the history of r&b or else i'd kind of well, the thing is, is I, and, I, and I, don't, I think we should probably also mention that um, the probably the whoever their record label is probably deserves a lot of the blame, too, because there was a very clear effort of them to to almost to almost imply approval of the black community on this song because they they put Nikki in it. They put the bad boy for life sample in it like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so there's 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 so many implicit steel, seals of approval that it's it's kind of like, well, we accept this, so you should accept it too. Yeah, I think it was a branding thing. That's what I think it was. Yeah, another thing, um, it's kind of like frustrating to see because a lot of people getting, let's say, lip filler, or um, like there are white people out there that you know get dreads, and it's just like frustrating because like they don't want the repercussions of what it's like because like. These are things that like halter black people's experiences, for example, in the workforce, like box braids were like looked at as highly unprofessional and like they would literally either have to switch it up or they would lose their job for some reason. I have no idea at what it was or what they were thinking when they said this, but like white people can do it and basically not have any consequences from it. And like they they don't want the repercussions. They just want to like look better, basically. And um, I was watching this one creator and they had said that uh, lip filler is cosmetic blackface. And I honestly fully agree on like 100 percent. She explained it in an extremely well way. It's because like and then so somebody else reacted to her and was like, well, sweetheart, like I'm not getting lip filler because of you. And then I think she referred to like Kylie Jenner or something like that. And then the creator responded and was like, guess where Kylie Jenner is getting it from, sweetheart? Like, why do you think you want, like, if black people did not exist, you would not want lip filler. The only reason you want it is because you've seen. I don't, uh, see, I don't agree with that because I, I can, I can understand the argument, but I don't think it's a necessarily cause and effect relationship. I think that that's a theory. There would be no motivation to get lip filler at all. Like, there would be no want to do it because you don't have a comparison of like two different backgrounds and the size of their lips. But I don't think that that's universally true because, okay, for example, like, do you know, you know, the person that I think of when I think of like a, a celebrity with big lips, like, like the OG in my eyes, who Angelina Jolie. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I guess has she come out and said she's had any work done? No, but I mean, it's she doesn't need to, in my opinion. But like, how do you know that she hasn't? Have you seen her lips? Yes. She's also rich and she could get a procedure that doesn't look different than what they like. That doesn't look much different than what she started with. You don't know that she's gotten it. 
I'm just saying, generally speaking, where there's smoke, there's fire. And also, that's like one instance, even if she had like hadn't gotten lip filler. Okay, like but, a, that's, but that's what I'm saying. All it takes is one instance for you for for it not to be a blanket statement like that. Oh, with you think that if black people didn't exist and people saw Angelina Jolie that they would want lip filler because Angelina no, Jolie I'm, has No, I'm I'm saying that 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 isn't universally true. I disagree, but there would be no motivation to do it. There would be no comparison for like, oh, you know, like this is what it looks like. There would be none of that kind of surrounded. So, you know, like I could be wrong, but like these are things that like you have many black creators that are coming out and saying like, this is what I had to experience throughout high school because like people would constantly harass me because I had bigger lips and it was like a fault that they had. But then like as people are getting older, it's like starting to become trendy. So like they'll get procedures done to get lip filler. And like meanwhile, they're one of the people back way back when that, you know, harshly reacted to a black person's natural features. It's like they don't want the repercussions of what they experience. They just want to look better. You know what I mean? So that's like, I don't know. It's like, it's just an extremely frustrating thing to like see and like to have people try to like defend or like make excuses for. And like, she, like the same creator that talked about cosmetic blackface, she also said that, um, which is 100% true, that white people are among the only people that can darken their skin and be praised for it. And it's so fucking true. Like I literally never saw, like, when I was in high school and we can't like we left for summer and we came back in September, it's like everyone wanted certain people to have a tan and like you were praised for it. You were praised if you got spray tanned, you were praised if you like just naturally got tanned or whatever. And it was just like it's so true. And I mean at that time I was annoyed by it because like it was just like why is this even a thing? This doesn't make any sense at all. Like it's just it well, doesn't okay. make sense. Well, okay, so well first I just want to can you hear their landscaping outside? Can you hear it? No. Okay, good. Um, okay. The thing is, is, okay. So here, and I have this written down. I didn't, and I didn't know if I want to go there, but I, I kind of do, but I think that the, the problem I have with this is okay. So why does a group like, okay. So if this is, if this is a problem and I think for you, you just, you've established that it is, mm -hmm. then why isn't it true? Like why, why does it only apply to historically privileged groups? What do you mean? Like I'm saying under the definition of black fishing or culture fishing, let's call it for what I'm about to say in this, in this definition, mm -hmm. if, if a black person culture fished a white person, it's not necessarily, it, it's not valid under that, under that definition. Um, I mean, like, when does that really happen though? Well, I think it does happen, but I don't think it's, it's called out because like, because how do I want to, how do I want to word this? Because sort of like white culture is so normalized. Well, what is white culture? You tell me. I have no idea. I honestly like bland food and sandals <laughs> and fucking Crocs. I really, I don't know. Like it's, if whatever it is, it's boring as fuck and I want the fuck out of it. But I mean like she, so one of the creators that I follow, she'd brought up the fact that somebody had talked about, um, oh, you know, like what about black people with blonde hair? And she was like, well, historically, black people had blonde hair because they were forced to assimilate into white culture with white people. And honestly, like there are instances that I've heard that like businesses that look at um, like, say, like uh, box braids is like unprofessional. 
one of the things that like will be acceptable to them will be blonde hair, straight blonde hair. And so it's just like, like that part's confusing because it's just like, it's like cultural appropriation versus like forced assimilation into white culture. And I'm sure like there are, um, like that's why I said like uh, white people are among the only people that can darken their skin and be praised for it. I'm sure there are non-white people, but light-skinned people um, of different backgrounds that darken their skin and it's the same thing. But I think it's just the difference is like, well, one, it's it's much more of a noticeable difference with white people darkening their skin being white versus like someone who's light skinned. Um, and I also think that, I mean, I mean, I don't know, like maybe that's the only thing really. I mean, I don't agree with it when it's like you're, you're doing certain things in regards to like, like black fishing, for example, I don't agree with it in any other background that isn't black. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, I do agree. I think that it's like in the media, like media wise, it's heavily more amplified for white people that do it. I just don't think your appearance should dictate, should dictate the, the type of physical attributes that you, that you're, that are, I don't think that the attributes that you outwardly portray to the world should be it should be concrete based on your your history. Well, I don't think that like I mean I I wish that we weren't living a life that like we've kind of been brought into um to where like it's kind of a thing for where like I mean black culture used to be heavily looked down upon and I mean for the most part honestly like still is. And so like that's what I was trying to get at earlier is that this wouldn't be a, this wouldn't have been a thing 20 years ago because you know what I mean? White, white people wouldn't want to assimilate into black culture. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's just like, I don't really know what like started like the trend of like bigger lips or like dreads, but it's just like, because like there are people that are like, oh, you know, Vikings used to have this back in like, I can't remember when they talked back in like the Roman days. And it's like, well, biking or Vikings, <laughs> Vikings had matte hair, which is different than dreads. And like, I think, I think dreads have been a thing for a while. I, oh, they have. Yeah. But like, it's not like the, the hairstyle. If you look at a picture of what matte hair was back in the Viking days versus like what dreads are, they're very, two completely different things. Yeah. I'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about the Viking days, but I'm talking about like dreads. Dreads have been like sort of like a counterculture thing for like the last like 30 years. Easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would agree. But um, I mean, I don't really know what's going to happen with this. I honestly don't <laughs> think much is like the live kind of. Uh, I don't know, just iterated the fact to me that like they don't think they're in the wrong and they think that they can make excuses and kind of get out of it because they're making money from it. And oh. I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't know what black fishing was until you asked me if we could do this topic. Oh, you didn't? No, I had never heard of it before. Mood. Um, was who was that guy you mentioned before that you were watching his video on this? Zach Campbell. Is that the one that you sent me a video of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's awesome. Shout out <laughs> Zach Campbell. <laughs> and then we like references like dangly earrings. <laughs> Wait, that was him, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Did, did you buy those gold earrings? I haven't yet. Oh. I've like literally been putting it off for so long. Cause so um I don't know if I showed you how much were they when I showed you? 
I think you said they were like 20 bucks a okay. 20 box. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to buy like two. Because like, you know how it's like individual? I wanted to buy like a set of them. <laughs> or like a pair or whatever. Just to make sure that I have like... Because I don't know. I don't like mixing and matching. Or I feel like I wouldn't. So I feel like it's safer just to get two. And then, like, I if I do like mix, mixing and matching, then I have that option available to me. But if I don't, which my gut feeling is that I don't, then I can just kind of go with, you know, two of the same ones. And then Symmetry just... is so boring. It's overrated. Well, maybe I won't like it. I don't know. I just, like, I'm thinking of, like, the way that, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've never had dangly earrings before. So maybe I'll end up liking mixing and matching. Maybe I'll end up liking both. And then I'll do, like, wife swap, except with earrings. Guys, hit up Justin on socials if you want him to get gold dangly earrings that don't match. Period. If I reach a thousand followers by the end of the week, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, is there anything else we should like go into? Um, with I mean, this at least, I, I've touched everything I wanted to. It's, it's up to you. I'm just trying to think of like if, if there's anything that like I'm gonna remember at the end and be like, oh shit, I wish I talked about this in the moment. I just I don't know like. I wish I kind of noticed this a lot with uh, kind of like Asian heritage as well, is that their their uh, their heritage will kind of be branded for looks because like it's a very pretty and like colorful and f- like like surrounded like there are like flowers involved and like, you know, like cherry blossoms and like um, umbrellas like they're very pretty. And, um, you know, they're kind of be like branded by non-Asian people in a way that's kind of insulting because like that's also like the only thing they'll do they'll never actually take a look at like the history or want to like venture into like learning about their language or like try their trying their food or you know stuff like that they'll kind of just be like oh you know like this is good for us i mean the world is centered around like media and like cameras and pictures and like how you look online like there's like a huge branding part there but um i don't know that's another thing that i've noticed too it's just like a lot of um things are kind of I don't know what the word is when it comes to like used for picture purposes and instead of, yeah, yeah. Used for aesthetics instead of actually taking into like the look or sorry, looking into the history of, of a, uh, of a certain culture or like heritage or. Well, I, I think, and I think probably a lot of this, what we're talking about and what you're talking about goes to the root of the state of this current state of the music industry. Yeah. I mean, like the way that the way that music is consumed right now, right? Like it's co- record companies and artists are more concerned with like like sort of like the income model of the music industry has changed so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't make any money off records anymore. You make money off your touring and your merchandising. So I think that artists' image images are more important than they ever have been before, and I think that's probably a part of it. Yeah. It's less about the music. Yeah, I would agree. But I mean, I also think it's just like, there's just like so many things surrounding it that is just like, kind of like, I don't know, it's just like done thoroughly horribly. Like, like the education system, like any part of history, like full T, history in school is just white history. That's just, that's it. Like straight up. We were taught that Christopher Columbus was an amazing guy who discovered a land that was already inhabited by other people who had like no faults to him and like we were never actually taught like who he actually was as a person the fact that he ain't do shit the fact that he relied on other people to do basically his work for him 
and like you know what i mean like it's just very like a whitewashed version of history and like i kind of realized it like in the moment but i never really kind of ventured into why i had a feeling that it was because like i was 16 and like this is kind of a continuous thing that had been taught to me throughout the years even in elementary school and like i'm trying to think of like when we've learned specifically about anything that isn't white in history the only thing i can think of is learning about some chinese dynasties when i was in like grade seven louis like, real that's the only one i can think yeah of. like it's just like what yeah it's just basically glorified uh, colonization that's what exactly uh, that's what, that's what social social studies was exactly and it's just like i i i don't know why it's like that like it's just <laughs> Thinking back to that is just so fucking annoying, it's dude. It's because history is written by the winners. It's basically what it is. Yeah, true. I mean, that's why I think stuff like critical race theory is so fucking important. Like, I mean, you know I, what I mean? If 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 the Nazis had won World War Two, we'd be reading about how they liberated the world from every from evil. Yeah, we would be reading about um how they their forced vaccinations is the same as what's going on right now, and um, yeah, you know. Today is the current Holocaust, and, you know, that's that. Have you actually heard, like, a, a good argument for, like, a comparison to the Holocaust for nowadays? I haven't really looked into that argument too much, to be honest with you. Mood. I mean, I haven't really either. I've just seen, like, a bunch of people that I was acquainted to. I don't even want to say that I think well of them, because, I mean, no tea, I kind of don't. But, um, yeah, I, I really haven't heard, like, a good argument for it. I don't think I ever will hear a good argument for it. But that's just me. That's just me. Um yeah, I think that's that covers basically everything. I'm okay, sure if sounds good. I'm sure if um <laughs> Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't... laughs> um I'm sure if there's anything, we can just fucking bring it up in a later episode and be like, hey, you know, we were talking about this and then this happened um what i think we should do is hey let's do this let's go to let's do uh placebo um going to placebo next let's do that one next because i think that's going to be a big one because it's really two and then we'll see what we're at for time okay i'm down okay do you want to start off yeah so we kind of wait did we mention this on the uh i, I was gonna say we mentioned this last week but we mentioned it on the one that we didn't post <laughs> <laughs> I love how you realize it and then you still continue to say it as like these people, like the people watching will have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, we basically start, like we'll be candid and real. We started filming um, with, I think we had two of the same topics as we are talking about now and then a third topic that was different. And we started with that topic, I'm pretty sure. We got into like, we were about 35 minutes in and literally like Jordan's talking and he just pauses and then he just goes, yeah, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> like I was dead tired that day. Yeah, I was so was I so tired. I, and it was just like, it was hard to like bounce off of anything. I feel like if I had more like energy, I'd be able to be like, oh, let's venture off here. Let's, let's go here. Or, you know, like, let's take like, like with what we just talked about, we went in multiple directions talking about many different things. We could have done the same thing with that topic. Um, it might have been like a little bit more difficult. But I mean, I don't know, I if I had the energy, I'd probably be able to find something. Yeah, but. it just it wasn't flowing well that day. Yeah, I didn't, it just it was it was stagnant. And we were kind of like, sputtering it was really disjointed it just didn't feel very fluid yeah but exactly anyway, so we talked we mentioned uh, when we were filming that one that we wanted to talk about 
the butterfly effect and the placebo effect. And we're kind of bunching this into one, but, mm -hmm. but they're, 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 they're really interesting. And even when I looked into them, they're even more interesting than I, than I thought. Um, so I'm just, I'm going to start off a little bit with the butterfly effect. So for those of you that don't really know what the butterfly effect is, the cultural depiction of it in the, why it's called the butterfly effect is the idea is, is that a butterfly flapping its wings in Japan, this, which is considered a small effect can create ripples, which could cause a tornado in Texas. That's, that's sort of the idea of it. Um, I looked into it a little bit and I found the, did you find out there's a scientist from MIT? His name was Edward, Edward Lorenz. Did you, did you, did you I don't, I don't think so. I don't okay. think so, but I'll nod ahead so, and agree. So he was, he was doing, um, he was doing some, uh, some forecasts, some weather forecasts, and he was using a computer model and he was using and one computer model was to six decimal points, the, the inputs that he was putting in. And he, and he found that it gave him a certain forecast. He stepped away for a little while. He used a different computer, which only had to three decimal points. So what his, his hypothesis was that because it was such a, there was such a small increment in, in his inputs that, that the forecast wouldn't be much different from his initial projections. What he found was a difference of just three decimal points created such a vast difference in the, the predictive weather of this model. Hmm. Um, and the reason, and really the scientific reason why it's called the butterfly effect is if you, if you put in a series of states into this model, a series of different numbers that have small, have small incremental differences between them. The pattern that shows up shows up in the shape of a butterfly. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something referring to like caterpillar into like a butterfly. But that no, makes sense so, too. So it's like a set of of points and they never intersect and they kind of keep curling and they go in like these figure eight butterflies type of shapes. I remember, I can't remember what class it was, but we were talking about the effect in high school and I think this was grade 11 or 12. And the question was posed, like, what do you think is like, like, have you ever thought about the worst thing that's ever happened due to an action that you have done through like the butterfly effect? And like, that fucked me up. That question fucked me up. Cause I was like, cause like it was kind of an introduction to work. Cause like it had been brought up in my life a little bit, um, but I'd never really kind of gone into depth learning about it. But then we did in that class and yeah, that shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I wouldn't think so. And then I kind of like learned more. I was like, okay, well, I actually really don't know. Like that fucked me up. Or like, do you think that an action that you haven't taken that you were going to has saved something from happening? Or maybe that has like uh, the opposite of saved has caused something to happen that you, that wouldn't have happened if you had done it. So I think in terms of like human action versus scientific butterfly effect, they're very different. I think that yeah. in terms of human action, it is a thing. Mm -hmm. it, it completely is a thing. Oh, 100%. Um, I mean, like, you know what I mean? If you're if you're going to work and you leave 10 minutes earlier, then you might have missed a vehicle that runs a red light that kills you. Like there's the, like the ripple effects are endless. Yeah. And you can drive yourself mad uh, thinking about the different ways things could have gone. But I think that... The cool thing about the butterfly effect is that it shows it's like it's like a complete ant antithesis to like determinism. It's everything is within your control. That's the yeah. way I look at it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, just like, oh, my God. Yeah, even thinking about it now, it's like, honestly, like somebody could have died because like I forgot to lock the door and then I had to come back 
and lock the door and I left like two minutes later than I originally planned. Like somebody could have died because like, I don't know, because I wasn't there at the red light that they didn't realize there was a car in front of them or maybe they needed the car to be in front of them because that cushioned their like hit to some other car. Although I'm happy to say I've never been in a car accident. Uh, have you ever been in a car accident? Yeah, I've been in. A, at, at, I've been at fault in one. Oh, you have. Do you want to explain? And, unless it's embarrassing, then you don't. No. Have well, to. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but I'll explain anyways. I'm sure you wouldn't um, do it again. So, oh, I still make this mistake. <laughs> so I have this really bad. I mean, everybody has bad habits when they drive. I have this really bad habit that I, I'm better with it now, but I still do it. Um, so if I'm if I'm turning right. And I'm, and you know how, when you sort of have the right of way, when you're making a right-hand turn where there's like a merge lane. Yeah. If there's a vehicle in front of me and I see them let off the brakes and their brake lights turn off and they kind of go, I assume that they're gone. So I assume that they're gone. And then I'm looking to my left and I'm looking to see if it's safe for me to go. Mm -hmm. So this particular day I was merging onto the, onto the freeway, this, this van in front of me, let, she let off her brakes and she kind of accelerated. So I'm like, she's gone. I looked, it was clear for me to go. I gassed it, went straight. She was still there and nailed her. Did she get pissed at you? She got pretty pissed. And then at the at the point, so I got out. She's like, we're going to exchange information. I, I was on my way to the gym, so I didn't actually have my wallet with me. So I was like, sorry, I don't have my license. And she, she interpreted that as like, you don't have a license. So she started screaming. And I was like, no, I didn't say I don't have a license. I don't have it on me. Oh my god! But anyways, yeah, that's how that's how that one went. That was in like 2013, probably. You don't have to say like the specifics or what or not, but was it expensive? Yes. And like, so w with the way that it works, like, does she she didn't have to pay anything? She or would like, have did had she to, have a deductible? She she would have had to pay a deductible if she if she went through her, her insurance, but her premiums wouldn't have gone up. I had to pay my deductible, and my premiums went up. Damn. Yeah, I, jeez, uh... with that whole stuff, like, so that's obviously on your driving record, right? So actually the way that ICBC worked back then, I don't know about the new model anymore, mm -hmm. but um, if you went, so if you had one at fault accident and you went three years without another one, your discounts reverted back to where they were prior to your accident. Hmm. So I only paid the higher premiums for three years. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I hope that I'll never... I mean, I don't really... I can't predict the future, so I statistics, don't know. If... Statistics say that you will be in a car accident. Really? Oh, God, that's scary. Um, Hopefully not in my Honda. Give me my... Fuck, that should have happened when I had my fucking Kia. <laughs> fuck, now I have a nice car. I don't want that shit to happen anymore. You should have just went in your Kia and just hit somebody. <laughs> just got, got it out of the You're way. like, okay, sorry. Yeah, like, I'll take this. I'll pay it. I just... Please. This is my one. Um, the only kind of incident I've ever ha had happened. Well, okay, so I've had two, so I'll, I'll talk about two. So the first one, um, I, I still have my N. I'm 23, whatever. I just haven't had any motivation to go and um, get my full license. I don't need it right now. I like whenever I go and see people or whenever I go on trips, it usually just I just have one person with me, and if not, then it's family, and that doesn't matter. Um, but I had my N at this time, 
and I was going to a volleyball game at a different school with one of my friends and her ex-boyfriend. And um, we got to this intersection and there was the this gas station on the right. And this gas station is notorious for having a cop just there. I have no reason, like, I don't know why. I really don't. It's such a weird place because it's not a busy intersection. Like it's, it's like a decently busy one, but I've, like of what I've read, there have been like no accidents, like major accidents there, so, but they just have a cop there. And so um, there was a cop there and the only reason he came over was because my friend who was in the back didn't have her seatbelt on. And then he was like, can I see your license? And I was just like, can I, like, why are you, why do you want to see my license? And he was like, well, you look younger than I thought you were outside. And so I showed him my license and I had an N. And so I got into an argument with this cop because he said, you're not allowed. He said, on like, just at all, you're not allowed more than one person. And I said, well, if he was my brother and she was my friend, this would be fine because I'm allowed unlimited family members and one other person. And um, he was like, no. And I was like, yes. Like, I was like, I'm at fault here because I like, they're not that relation to me. But like, that's literally the law. And he's just like, oh, really? What law is that? And I'm just like, flip over my license and look at the back of my license. I was like, read, read that. And I pointed directly to it. I was like, what does that say to you? And he was like, oh, he's like, well, this wasn't what I'm just like, hey, I was like, how is this a thing? Like, and he then got, he tried, sorry, he got go into ahead. a hypothetical ar argument. With yes, because I was just kind of like, I was pissed off at the situation because I was pissed off that I was getting a ticket for like something that kind of like, of course I was at fault, but it wasn't really my fault. But I was like, whatever, this is kind of, I shouldn't have done this. Uh, I would do it again, but I shouldn't have. Um, but then like, he literally was like, you shouldn't be. And I was like, that's not a thing. I was just like pissed off that he kind of said that. And then um, he like went into, well, it doesn't matter because, and I was just like, okay, I know this doesn't matter because I'm at fault here. But if somebody else gets pulled over and their time wasted when this, they're in a situation that I'm describing where they're literally with a family member and one other friend and you're going and you're pulling them over because you're incorrect on what you're thinking and you like this law specifically, you aren't like recognizing in a proper way, then you're wasting their time and like this shouldn't be a thing. So like I was like, just please remember that like you're wrong in this instance. Like I'm taking a ticket because like I know I'm like overpassaging but like i don't know why you think you're right how does a cop not know the driving laws exactly and another one this is so funny so um we were pulling out this is when i think i was in grade 11 i was pulling out with my friend and she was driving and uh there was like a cop that was kind of in like outside of the parking lot and he had asked us to pull over and she's like why the fuck are you asking us to pull over and i can't remember what she got a ticket for but he looked over at me because I had my phone out and I'm in the passenger seat, sweetheart, I can have my phone out at any fucking time I want. And he was like, you aren't allowed to have your phone out. I'm just like, excuse me? He's like, you aren't allowed to have your phone out. You're a passenger. I was like, yeah, I am a fucking passenger and I'm allowed to have my fucking phone out. He's just like, no, you're not. You can get a ticket. I'm just like, oh, really? Why aren't you giving me a ticket? He's like, well, I'll let you off with a warning. I'm just like, no, you're giving her a ticket for something. Why aren't you giving me a ticket? Bitch, you have the time. I was like, maybe you aren't giving me a ticket because it's not a fucking thing or you're unsure of if it's a thing or not and you don't want to be wrong. And we literally went to court against this officer for the ticket that she got. And I think she only got like $25 off of it or whatever because the judge was a fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, we were not pleased. I was so like the, sitting there. So the cop showed up to court then? Yeah. That's interesting because I don't know if you've heard this, but if the cop doesn't show up, it gets thrown out and apparently mm -hmm. that happens quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, we, we went in and uh, it was me, her, and then her dad. And we were like, please don't show up. Please don't show up. And then uh, and then he showed up. And I was like, 
fuck. And of course, it's, like he didn't recognize us, obviously, because like you give tickets to how many people and you're doing your job every fucking day. But uh, yeah, I was I was pretty pissed off. Yeah, I heard it's like luck of the draw because if the cops not working, they're not going to come in. Yeah, they had um, quite a bit of cases that day, and there was probably more than half of them where the cop didn't show up. And you just your case is completely like you don't have to pay a ticket if your cop don't show up. But of course, we had one of the two or three cops that actually ended up showing up, which was not fun for us. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention that I found on the on the butterflies. Um, so what I was explaining a little bit earlier, when when a small a small change in like specific when in a small change in input data, like one or two decimal points, creates different effects. Mm -hmm. um, it's called sensitive dependence on initial conditions, and they've actually used this study and this this model that Morantz came up with. They followed couples and predicted divorce rates. And we're correct 87% of the time using chaos theory. Wait, like they predicted when they would divorce or like if they would divorce? If they would divorce. Using chaos theory math that Lorentz came up with and they were right 87% of the time. That's actually pretty cool. Apparently this data, like they can predict like the way that gas moves in the atmosphere. How would they track it though with, uh, with like marriages like how do they track it? do they track it off of, like behavior do they track it off of I, I don't know i didn't look into the study and i'm not a numbers guy so you'd probably be the best guy to do that that'd be very interesting to read about like just like the the um like the aspects to uh to data they have mm -hmm. and like how they draw their conclusion that'd be super cool have you ever heard of the mandela effect um yes i fucking i can't i don't know what it is off the top of my head but it talks about okay. quite a bit so why it's called the mandela effect is because so everybody like I, okay what let, let me test if, if if you're a if you fall if you fall victim to this what happened how didn't what happened to nelson mandela do you know do you know what happened to nelson mandela no do you know who he is right i think so who is he he's a person and his name was nelson his last name was okay. mandela is okay. wasn't he like a speaker no i won't embarrass you i'll just explain it who was he so he okay so in the age of apartheid in South America. Oh, was he fucking like the fucking head of something, like the president of something? He was the president of South America for a while. Oh, period. But, but he, I got but here, it. But here's, oh, that, no, that, no, you definitely did. I literally but, said president, bitch. Yeah, but after I told you. But anyways. Yeah. No, wait, no. You never okay. said president. I said, I said, is he a person? His name was Nelson. His last name was Mandela. And then he went to something. And then I said, was he a president of something? Because I knew he was like a big figure. All right, Justin. Anyways, period. So he, um, during apartheid, he was a an advocate f like for ending segregation, and the the government that was in power at the time put him in prison. Mm -hmm. He went to prison for thirty years. Jesus. Um, he got out, and he en ended up becoming the president of South America. So he was he's like a he's he, he's a cultural figure. Was but, it like an instant thing that he became president or was it? Uh, no, no, not instant. Okay. Um, so he, um, the reason it's called the Mandela effect is a lot of people remember him dying in prison. Like if you ask somebody and I, if you ask somebody like what happened to Nelson Mandela, they'd be like, oh yeah, he got sent to prison and he died. Well, that's not really what happened. He got out of prison and he was the president of South America or <laughs> South Africa. So wait, so, is it South Africa? South Africa. I think you've said South America this whole time. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm pretty sure you did because I'm thinking like, wait, 
he's the president of like an entire like nation like not like nation but an entire fucking continent i thought i said south africa but maybe you did if, that's what if I, I, heard. I did if i did i meant south south, <laughs> south africa um okay so he um so anyway so people people swear that he died in prison and now there's a there's a bunch of different like i'd have to go look them up but there's mm -hmm. a bunch of different instances of this where like if you're like if you're let me look up examples of the mandela effect i'll, I'll do it when you're talking next but um <laughs> when um people swear they remember an alternate history to what actually happened oh yeah oh you were testing to see if i thought that he died in prison yes jokes on you i didn't even know who he was yeah, yeah i wonder I, I wonder how it's like if that's like kind of like a uh i wonder if there's any like education systems that mention him and that kind of uh tell the tale as if he died in prison instead of like what actually happened did he die did he die of like natural causes um yeah he did he died like within the last five years okay are you looking up examples yeah oh my god i'm yawning i feel so unprofessional i should never yawn on a podcast oh my god now i have watery eyes why does I'm like looking in the screen at myself and my fucking like glasses, they look like I fixed them partially, but it looks like they're wonky to like my nose. Like this area has more space. Like, I don't know, like my left side area has more space between the lens and my nose or not the lens, but the frame in my nose than like the right side area does. I need new glasses. I need a new prescription. I don't know how horrible my prescription will be i'm not actually too excited to find out are your uh is your vision getting worse yeah probably i mean so the way that it works is like my one eye of mine i can't remember if it's my left or right is worse than the other and so um they obviously make an altered um what's it called sensitivity what's it called like for your lenses i have no idea where they like <laughs> whatever it is where it's like um the different types of lenses i can't think of the fucking word that it is hold on let me let me let me different types of oh my uh, my cats coming in here that's okay Mo yeah most of the mandela examples i can find are like relating to like pictures or or the way things are spelled mm -hmm. like like for example, like, um, do you remember? Um, do you, okay, I don't want to say the name of the show because then they won't be able to test you. But you know the the famous show with Sarah Jessica Parker. Um. Yes. What's it called? Uh, just, just give me a sec. Give me a sec. It's fucking. It's right there. Fucking fuck. Oh my God, they made movies on it too. I'll give oh you a hint because it won't give it away. Sex. Oh, Sex and City. Sex what in the city? S sex what? Oh my God, are you about to? Oh no. No, say it. Say it again. Well, okay. Are you about to say? Oh, is it in or and? Is that what you're about that's to say? What that's what I'm. Okay, yes. isn't it in the city? Like in it? It's Sex and the City, but everybody thinks it's Sex in the City. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Weird. Is it New York that she's in? I've never watched the show. 
but that yeah that's what the mandela effect is it's some it's people swearing they have a different recollection of something that's do you want to know what's funny so when I initially said Sex in the City, I said and, but then you questioned me and I was like, oh wait, it's in. Oh, you said it so fast that I didn't know what you said. Yeah, I, know, I knew as soon as you were like, what? It's what? Before I went like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> My cat ran out when I did that. Um, yeah, I remember. Oh, apparently they're having a revival. Oh, really? Think Apparently so. that's that's a thing these days. Everybody's having a bloody revival. Full right? house, friends. I mean, I wouldn't was friends a revival or was it just like an episode? It was kind of like a like full house had fuller house, like a full series. Friends was just like a one-time thing where it's like a reunion, that's what it was. True. True. So I wonder if I wonder if well this is saying it's a revival, so I'm just going to And then like Gossip Girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch the original Gossip Girl? Um, no, I just, I know who the original Gossip Girl was. I've watched a bit of this Gossip Girl just on the basis that they have really hot gay characters. And that's like, that's how you like, get me interested in a show. If you have like a good plot for a show, I'm more likely to watch it if you have a hot gay couple in it. Did you, do you know the show Doogie Howser? Uh, I've heard of it. Not it's very it's familiar it's with it. It's Neil, Neil Patrick Harris and it's like a, a prodigy young doctor. Okay. So oh, yes, a, yes. Yeah, yeah. they're doing a reboot of that, but this time the doctor is is a female. Oh, oh my God. Funny thing. So thank God you brought this up. I actually forgot about this. So you know who uh, Piers Morgan is? Mm-hmm. So I hate, I hate him. I fucking despise him. He's a fucking sexist twat. Um, they had came out with, I don't know if this is a for sure thing because this kind of, I only was familiar with it through an interview that he did. So they were talking about 007. And so I guess the next 007 is going to be a female. And he was just really? like, yeah, he was like, that doesn't make any sense because it's a male character. And, and then the person was like, it's not a fucking male character. It's literally a number describing like a person like James Bond is a male character, but the character isn't James Bond. It's 007. Okay. And okay. Okay. Fine. I understand what you're saying, but also no one's been 007, but James Bond in this like over 50 year franchise. Yeah. But I mean, different actors have played James Bond. Is that? Is that bad? He ain't looked the same in all the movies. Yeah, but he's been the same white English alcoholic. And there needs to be some change. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember, like, w before they settled on Daniel Craig for this latest movie, they, like, they were talking about, like, Idris Alba for a while. That would have been sick. Oh, that would have been so sick. Right? That would have been really, really cool. But, yeah, oh, okay, so it says, um, Lashana Lynch is making history as the first black female 007. Like, it's confirmed? Uh, I think so. This is a article from September 28th, 2021. Then there's some from earlier in September. And then, yeah, I, th I think so. What is this article on? Um, it's just, like, I guess an interview that they did. No, or like, what, what site is this? Are you oh, um, there's one on harpersbazaar.com, indiewire.com, theguardian.com. And then there's interviews... Yeah, there's interviews that uh, IGN did, uh, Scavlan, ET Canada. Interesting. Oh my god, she's gorgeous. Holy fuck. Wait, what's her name? Uh, Lashana Lynch. L-A-S-H-A-N-A -A, and then L-Y-N-C-H. 
Holy fuck, she's gorgeous. Oh my god, this fucking black dress. She has like a, she's wearing like a black dress with like a, a middle kind of slit thing. Fuck, fuck me up. Oh, she's English. I'm excited. So I want to see. And plus, like, <laughs> it's like a fictional character. I'm like, wait, what, bitch? <laughs> but um, and then yeah, he was like, oh, I'm offended because like Apple's taken out. I guess Apple removed the eggs in their salad emoji for vegans. Okay. Which I kind of found funny. And he was like, where's my rights as a non-vegan? And then the interviewer was like, have you had any difficulties purchasing or like getting eggs as a result of Apple removing eggs from their fucking salad emoji? He's just like, well, I've had trouble seeing it in the emoji online. And then he was just like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, I don't really understand what like this interview is. I feel like this is taking a 180. You know, I um, used to say 360. I used to say this this taking a 360 when I met 180. 360 is you're in the same direction. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like I'd be like, yeah, this is this is 360 like new stuff and then I was oh my god, realizing that like I was wrong the whole time. I sound like a fucking idiot. Anyway, sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say I I I would just I was just reminded of this. We should quickly touch on this. Do you hear about you hear about Pope? The Pope? Oh, fuck. I got a fucking thing. The, my news story. It was like something about the reconciliation. He's coming to Canada. He's coming he? to Canada. Yeah. Probably, he said next year. What do we think about that, Jordan? Get fucked. That's what I think about that. Yeah, I, I would fucking agree. Like, fuck. All right. Should we talk oh, yeah. About I'm sure your schedule is so fucking busy that you have to come next fucking year, you fucking prick. Sorry, remember, anyway, go ahead. Remember initially they wouldn't even apologize? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Now they're coming to Canada? I sure do. I wonder why. I wonder why they are. But um, uh, <laughs> Before we stop talking about the butterfly effect, did you ever see the movie The Butterfly Effect? With Ashton Kutcher. I was literally going to bring that up. So um, I don't remember much of that movie. The I watched it at my dad's house way back when, when we lived in like a really nice house. And that night... I had such bad food poisoning that I never went back to that movie because I'm just like, that movie just reminds me of the night that I got really bad food poisoning. But I remember it being a really good movie. It was really good. Do you, do you remember the premise of it? No. So it was basically like Ashton Kutcher has the ability to like, to sort of alter alter history by his actions. Oh, can he, can he see in the future? Well, or no, like he can go back in history. He can go, he can go back to his childhood, and he can do something different, and then he gets transported into the current day, and as a repercussion of that action. Oh, okay. So like, what? But what? What'll happen is like he keeps go, he keeps he keeps trying to. I think Amy Smart is the actress, like his love interest in the show, in the movie, and he keeps trying to improve her life while also making sure that they end up together. So he'll he'll go back and he'll like change something big. But he won't be able, like, that one action will lead to so many ripples that, like, he'll go into the future and things won't be good. Yeah. So he keeps going back, and but he can't. So then eventually at the end of the movie, he's just like, it's better if she doesn't know me. Wasn't there one where, like, his pet dies? Uh, that's that one. I'm still scarred by that. Wait, it was the movie, right? Yeah, in, okay. one, of, in one of the histories, there's, like, a dog that's bad things happen to the dog and, like, it's horrible. Yeah. Do anything you want to a human. Don't fuck with a dog. Period. 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 Fuck. fuck. Yeah, that uh, that's probably another reason why I kind of stray away. I, okay, I'm trying to, like, 
uh, <laughs> such a weird, so there's such weird things. Like I'll do something and then like a couple days later or something, I'll look back at it and be like, why the fuck did I do that? So something I did recently was I was like, oh, let me go through all the movies that I think have made me cry. <laughs> like you watch them in a row? <laughs> No, no, no. So, like, I um, I was like, okay, that, so let's say, like, Marley and Me. Oh, God. Yeah. So I haven't watched that movie in years. Mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, that's a movie that's made me cry. So, like, I made a list on the movies that have made me cry. So there's, like, Marley and Me, Firebird, um, Toy Story 4, I think Toy Story 3, and then I'm pretty sure Toy Story 2 as well. Um, what's another one? Uh, Up. Up made me cry. Um, and so, like... <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. So, like, instead of, like, kind of putting them away and being like, maybe I won't watch those movies, I'm now more inclined to watch those movies. And I don't know why. Because I'm like, oh, I hate crying. Although, like, I don't know. I'm, like, indifferent about crying. I don't like crying in public. Like, the first time I watched Firebird was at work. And, like, the only reason I didn't cry was because I was working with somebody else. And then even though, like, I later watched it. Well, I mean, it's different, like, when you're watching it online with somebody. Because they can't see you. I mean, like, I watched it with uh, my friend from Cali, and, like, I was bawling my eyes out. And, like, we were literally snapping each other, both of us crying. But What it was, was like, your expectation of that movie when you first watched it? Like, did you know that you were going to like it as much as you did? So, um, so here's the thing that's kind of, like, stereotypically standard with a lot of gay movies. Um, one is that there'll be low-budget films, just on the basis that there haven't been many high-budget movies centered around a gay couple or including a gay couple in them two is that they'll end in heartbreak um i feel like this is kind of like made apparent spoiler alert if you don't want a list of gay movies in the next five seconds maybe just zoom ahead 30 seconds um brokeback mountain was a movie that had heartbreak that's gotta have the highest budget of any gay film oh 100 percent. yeah um fucking uh like firebird has heartbreak in it um there are like a lot of movies especially like I mean, Firebird's a movie that's based around like it's it's basically a uh, a retelling of a true story from the Cold War era, and it was like a forbidden love story uh, or like a forbidden love triangle or whatever. And like even reading kind of like the uh, about of that movie, you kind of knew something like that was gonna happen. And uh, I feel like that's kind of standard because like there are a lot of movies out there told that's like forbidden love story from like a certain time where um, gay couples were extremely frowned upon or criminalized. And it's kind of just like a retelling of that story. And so the reason that Firebird got me is because it's based on a true story. A lot of times I look at fictional movies and I can just be like, okay, this is just a movie. And like, this is just a movie. These actors are not actually the people that experienced it. But like the telling of the story was extremely like well done. And like they had little parts here and there. Um of like, you know, like obviously like based on a true story. I, I like at the end of the movie, it kind of says like a more updated version of it. And like, I don't know, like that shit just got me at the end, knowing that like it was like based on reality. But um, but yeah, I, I think that like most kind of like gay storylines, even in TV shows and in Heartbreak and kind of you go into it and like that's kind of what an expect an expectation going into watching a movie like that especially reading about it so like the way that it was uh that i found out about it uh was through youtube and i watched a uh a video that was uh like the best or like the new upcoming uh gay films of 2021 and that was one of them and it was even the thumbnail and there was like 25 movies so i'm like okay this movie seems like it could be really good so i looked at um what was it it was like a a video made on it and it was like kind of like 
like a summary sort of of the story. And in this summary, it basically said that it ended in heartbreak, but it was a different scene. So the way that it was, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil much. I don't know. Because like you said you would watch it. I'm still going to hold it. I'll hold you up to that. But it was just like, it was like a different scene that was used. So when I saw that scene, when I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, there's still more movie to it. And like, there hasn't really been heartbreak yet. So I was like, hmm. But then, you know, stuff happened. And I was like really caught off guard. Cause I was like, you know, what if, what if it's not like the others? And then that kind of happened. But uh, I mean, do you know, have you heard of Love, Simon? Yes. So I feel like <laughs> full T, I honestly feel like that story wasn't a like a sad ending on the basis that like, they didn't want it to be a sad ending because that was like monumental for like a teen rom-com to include like a gay couple and be featured in like a huge spotlight. And um, I feel like the, that's like the only reason it didn't end in heartbreak. I mean, it's probably not. They probably intended for it to uh, to kind of be like a, a good storyline. But uh, but I yeah, a lot of... Sorry, I think that's an, that's an interesting theory though because like I even read, like I read this, it was this, fa- this gay fanfic based on supernatural oh uh, like the tv show yeah it was called twist and shout okay it's where i forget the characters sam and the other dude are like in a relationship you mean dean and castile dean and castile my bad yeah they're in a relationship in this in this fanfic mm-hmm. and even that one ends in heartbreak so the it's funny that you mentioned that because um i think in the tv show castile like confesses his love for dean before something happens um and then which basically ends in heartbreak i love how we're spoiling a bunch of listen okay if we get hate for spoiling this first of all i can't really say this for firebird which is why i haven't really gone into depth with firebird but supernatural has been out for how many years now these fanfics have been a thing for how many years now and like didn't the series finale happen like a year and a half ago yeah i know it was in its final season mm-hmm. so I don't know. Y'all should have already been caught up. But um, I mean, I won't spoil much about it. But like even like couples in like Grey's Anatomy, um, which I binge a lot. But I don't know. I just I feel like I hope that trend of like heartbreak kind of ends. But uh, I feel like with certain plots, it's kind of like a must to have because like I feel like if Firebird didn't have it, I wouldn't like it as much. It's just something that like keeps me going back to it. Well, I think that uh, I think that those types of conclusions to media is is refreshing every once in a while. Like really corny endings where they where they end up together all the time is like kind of irritating to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you agree with that. I mean, like, I think I agree. It's just like I feel like with uh, with like couples that feature like a straight couple, it's more common to have them end up in the end or like end up together in the end. But with with, like couples center or with uh, sorry, movies centered around gay couples. That's not, it's like literally the opposite. And like, like for example, like there's certain ones that don't end up corny and they end up together that like, I'm, I'm about to spoil another one. So skip ahead if you don't want to hear this, but I, I don't remember if it Just was don't you. watch this podcast if you don't want any spoilers. <laughs> I don't remember if it was you that I already talked to you about this, but did you ever see the movie The Best of Me? Yes. Oh my God. Yes, this was, I literally, okay, I kid you not, t- like two seconds ago when you were talking about the corny ending, I was thinking about at the end of that movie where it's like, oh, you know, whose heart was it? And it was like, oh, it was his heart. Like, you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking about. Okay, the corny fucking that, ending. The end of that movie, that destroyed me. Like, that ruined me. Can you, okay, do you want to know what's funny? 
What? I was going to be like really ruined by that ending if it didn't have the heart ending. But that's straight like, up. I, I didn't even like. I forgot about that. Like that's not even important. I don't I, care. About yeah, that. I just found that so like I fucking. I think the the worst quality in a movie that I can think of right now is predictability. But do, you you do realize the literary point of them doing that, right? Yes. It was so she was like, okay, well, that's why he died. Like, there was a purpose to his death. Yeah. And it's kind of like, he's here now. Like, he's still here. He's still, like, a part of, like, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I guess. But, the, like, it's it's more of that, like, now I understand why he had to die. He had to die so my kid could live. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, 100%. But, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just, like, I don't know. It Like, it completely, like, even if it's, like, a storyline that I agree with, if it's predictable, it's so like it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, me too. It's like it's like semen after an eggplant diet. I just I don't want it. I don't want it. I want the pineapple diet, please. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that conversation. <laughs> but um but yeah, I mean what was another Nicholas Sparks movie besides like the fucking what was the other one? The fucking with fucking uh fucking what's his face there's there's like the notebooks yeah the notebook yeah the best of me um maybe it was safe haven is that with julianne huff yeah okay then yeah that one was good it was a good one yeah i really liked that one i was surprised at the ending i thought it was gonna end differently because like a lot of nicholas hamill yeah a lot of nicholas sparks movies end like really like bad yeah they do they do i mean the notebook if you think about it was like a pretty happy ending but weren't, didn't they not get together in the end? They got together. Oh, they did? They got together. Did they live it's happily just, ever after? So here's the thing. Okay, so the notebook, like a lot of people remember it as like an unhappy ending because mm-hmm. you see her going senile and he has to make her remember all the time. Oh, but on, yeah. But honestly, if you and the, but if you think about it, they ended up together. Mm-hmm. They lived their whole lives until she got dementia together. And then they died together. So like, I don't know. That's the happy ending to me. What is like the the movie that quick like that made you cry the fastest i have an instant answer for this oh dog movie so like marley and me made me cry no Uh, no no i mean like in the like fastest is in like in the movie like the first like 10 15 minutes oh that's never happened to me do you want to know what i'm oh no i know no i know i know um shit what's that a dog i think it's a dog's journey oh or a dog's way home so in that fucking movie I'm about to spoil this again. <laughs> Just don't watch this podcast or don't listen to this podcast. You, if you have want to watch spoilers. that dog that dog die like nine times. So the oh fucking, yeah, because it comes back to life as it a keeps different coming dog. Coming back to life. So the dog dies in like the first ten minutes. So that's the one. You want to know what, what one mine is? What up? When they show the fucking their life together, Carl and Ellie. Oh okay. That holy fuck. Like, I was so young when I saw that movie for the, for the first time. And that fucked me up. Even watching that back for the... Like, I just watched Up last month. And I had to skip, I had to skip the first part. I was like, I'm not doing that to myself. Because I know I'm going to fucking bawl my eyes out. Like, that... Oh, my God. Do you remember that part? I haven't seen that movie. I was hoping I could get away with this whole conversation without you knowing that. But if you're going to ask me straight up, I, got, I can't lie. You've never seen that movie? No. What? Why? Um, I don't even know what it's about. Are you? Jordan, you don't know any part of the plot. No. 
Oh, it's animated. I'm not going to watch that. Fuck you. Jordan, I will literally fucking take 20 minutes off this podcast to fucking drive over to your house and smack you. If yeah, you watch Firebird, you're we're watching up. And then you can bring in a fucking stupid movie that you like and I'll watch it. I will be so, very I will be very very intoxicated, but I'll watch it. So you're admitting that Up is a stupid movie? Is that what's happening? No, I just you have bad taste in movies if you don't fucking like Up, you bitch. How, how do you what? Oh, and not even just Up, animated movies, ho. You don't watch no damn animated movies? No, I don't. None. No. Have you ever seen The Incredibles? Yeah, saw it in theaters. Okay. It was okay. It was okay. Have you seen the second one? No. I'm going to fucking fight you. <laughs> I'm fighting you. At UFC. What's the next UFC? 290? No, 267? 267. All right, we'll be at 268. Wait, is it like... Is the Okay, I might sound stupid here, but this is the 267th UFC thing they've had. Pay-per-view, yes. Pay-per-view, okay. There's, they've had a bunch of events in between those, but this is a pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, what do we have for runtime? Hour 30. Damn. We haven't even done... Uh, we haven't yeah. even done our third. Don't say it yet, just in case we don't get to it. But yeah. I mean, we haven't even done placebo. That, that, but that's what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you meant the third thing. Oh, yeah. You uh, did say we could do the third as an optional one if we... Yeah. I almost wonder if we should cap this now and then do, place, do placebo next time. I mean, how long do you think it's going to take for us to go through placebo? Because, like, um, we got, like, oh, we actually, I mean, we went straight into filming. Yeah, we did. I think I, I think, I think, this is long enough. I think we should end this one. Yeah, we can do a split. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I actually think we've got three topics for next time, too. I got another one I want to bring up. Oh, do you? Yeah. Fun, fun. Um, okay, yeah, now we got to think of our, of the session thing. So, okay, wait. Let me, let me think of one. I need to make it juicy. And then, of course, you think of one. Because, you know shared okay. experiences um just looking around for for some inspiration i know i'm like uh, me too i'm like what's <laughs> okay i think i got one all right go so um instead of like favorite versus like or like favorite now versus all-time favorite we can do um favorite to play versus favorite to watch so okay. sports sports yeah so yeah, i'll go first it. yeah i'll okay. go first so um my favorite to watch hands down is volleyball i fucking love volleyball it's oh my god i don't know why it's just like that shit is just so fucking satisfying bitch like holy shit fun fact fun story story time so uh i think this was 2015 uh i was helping line for bc men's provincial volleyball and I guess they had scouts there for, like, refs and, like, linesmen for the Rio 2016 Olympics. And apparently they were in touch with uh, with the refs that were there at, like, the um, volleyball provincials, or that's what we were told. And then one of them literally came up to a small group of us and, like, offered us a chance to basically go to Rio and be linesmen and lineswomen. Uh, but like obviously we would have to go through a lot of courses to get our certification um, so that we could do it and the way that it was described to us was that everything Rio related was paid for but anything extra you would need to pay for yourself like flights were paid for your um, hotel was paid for like anything like that but if you wanted to go shopping on like an extra whatever if you wanted to stay there for a few extra days you have to cover that for yourself but 
this was, I believe, the summer of 2016. Well, yeah, that would have been the, the, the fucking days for Rio. And I couldn't do it because uh, that was the year that I was transitioning from high school into university. And I didn't have enough money to pay for a car. I didn't have enough money to pay for basically an extra semester of university. And I just, I didn't want to have to be like, oh, you know, like, I don't think I would have made enough if I would have went. Because that's, I don't know how many months the Olympics are, but that's like a lot of fucking, like a lot of time there. But um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go. Um, and as far as I know, nobody I knew went. Uh, but I think one of the refs there was a linesman at the Olympics. From what I've heard, because like my my old foods teacher, um, she was a volleyball ref at Provincials. I don't think she went to Rio, but she, obviously she knew a bunch of the refs that were at Provincials. And um, But yeah, to watch volleyball, story time lol, um, to play... Hmm. Either soccer or like like track track and field counts, right? I think so. Yeah, so like sprinting, like 50 meter or 100 meter sprint. I'm fucking bomb as fuck at that shit. I mean, I haven't done it in forever, so I feel like I wouldn't be as fast as I used to be, but shock like everyone would be like and I'd be like top of the class. Holy fuck, that was the longest explanation fuck I've ever you. been subjected to in my whole life. Shut up. That wasn't even the longest one this episode that I have done. Um, so favorite to watch without current well currently, but it's been for a while now, is mixed martial arts. I just love the 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 chess game, the strategy, the the hype. I'm about it. Mm-hmm. Favorite to play, um hockey, although I haven't played hockey in a long time. Um Probably just because I've played hockey for a long time and I'm mm-hmm. the best at it. But yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm the best at it. But you know what? You reminded me. I wanted shout out Ixo for editing the shit, man. Yeah, she's been fucking iconic. I hope she's fine with us saying her name. I really hope. But oh, yeah, if, she, if she's not, she can edit it. Out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so if she's not, then she can shout out to our editor, who's a bomb ass bitch. Um, also. If y'all are listening to this and you are avid Twitch, you know, either streamers or you're just viewers, go and freaking send her a follow. I, I think her Twitch is Ixorara underscore, I think. Um, she streams a lot of Overwatch, if y'all are into that. She's iconic as fuck. Um, yeah. 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 Um, do you have one? Yep. What is it? Current favorite food versus all-time favorite food. Oh, my God. I'll start with this Okay, one. go ahead. Okay, so current favorite food for me is uh, eggs. And I don't really know how... Are you sad I... that they're not in the salad emoji, too? Yeah, I'm so I'm so offended. It's just like... Where is so... equal treatment here? Right? This is the Holocaust. They didn't have any fucking egg and salad emojis in the Holocaust, and we don't now either. Isn't that crazy? I don't think that's a coincidence. All-time favorite food? Sushi. Oh, I thought you were going to say steak and eggs. Well, that would technically be two foods, would it not? Well, that's like a dish. Well, did I say favorite dish or did I say favorite food? I mean, sushi is like a combination of a bunch of fucking food. The fuck? True, true. And there's a bunch of different rolls. True. Touche. Do you like steak and eggs more than sushi? No. Really? Mm. Um, this one's hard, bitch. This one's really difficult. Cause like 
for the longest time, my favorite food was sushi. But um, I haven't had sushi in a really long time. And, like, no tea, I haven't been craving it. Off the top of my head. Because, like, usually if I don't have sushi for a while, like, it's it used to be my favorite food. I would want it all the time. And, for, like... For those, for those of you who aren't watching on YouTube right now, I'm disgusted. That I haven't been craving it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Anyway. Um, I... Fuck. Look, hey, can I just choose... Kate? <laughs> Can I just choose the food that I'm craving the most right now? Sure. Okay. I'm craving a, like, breaded chicken sandwich with mayo. I don't know why, but, like, you know, like a junior chicken or, like, a KFC breaded chicken sandwich. You know who has the best breaded chicken sandwiches is Wendy's, to be honest with you. Do they? Oh, yeah, that's so true. I usually get get, Baconators from there. Yeah, if you get, like, the spicy chicken from Wendy's. I usually get, yeah, my go-to is Baconators, but I think one time I got the chicken, because I think they were out of Baconators. I talked about this with you off camera. Baconators is too much ketchup and too much bacon. Well, you can order, like, less sauce. Yeah, but if you have to modify it, then the product is inferior. Well, like, you don't have to. You're just a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I also had, uh, I don't, who was I with when I told this? I love just, like, my knee. Um... I think I might have been with, uh, it was a coworker. I can't remember who it was. And I had um, like my Parmesan chicken. So it's like breaded chicken, but it's like Parmesan. And then it's like marinara in it. That into a sandwich or like even like a wrap. Ooh! Mm! Like I'm thinking about the times where I used to, when I worked at Tim's, I would literally just make whatever the fuck I wanted and like experiment with different types of like sauces, meats, foods. And, and like, mm. so they have... You know the potato wedges there? Wendy's? Uh, Tim Hortons. Yes. So um, they have like chili cheese potato wedges. Have you ever okay. tried them? No. Okay. Um, I, they're really good. I would actually like, I would recommend them. But so ch- the chili that Tim Hortons has has mushrooms and I hate mushrooms. So the way that I would do it is I would just like kind of like make sure there was no mushrooms in it. I would like have like a boatload of, of wedges, like put a bunch of uh, chili and then put a shit ton of cheese holy fuck that what was that that was my snapchat sorry oh i thought i thought that was franck i was she like daycare oh that's so cute what time is she at daycare till uh till five and then oh yeah because your your parents will pick her up then yep um my all-time hey. favorite food you still haven't even told me your all-time <laughs> fucking favorite excuse food? me it's not just holy you it's not just you that fuck. i'm telling jordan and i they're you, less interested than you. Than if I you am. knew how I feel about that, why would you say that? Like you put me in such an uncomfortable situation. Like you know I'm not happy. You know that I'm trying. Um. Oh God. I have to pay attention to you. They don't. Yes, they do. You don't even pay attention to me. You literally. I said, when are you gonna do this? And you were like, yeah, I'll just look this up for fucking the placebo effect when you're fucking talking, <laughs> or when. For the butterfly effect when you're talking, you shady bitch. Mandela effect. Oh, was it the Mandela effect? Yeah. It was statistics? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it was. Okay, anyway. um, I mean, okay, I guess all time. Okay, are we talking all time, like, for, like, the most amount of time I've had this food as my favorite? Sure. You just are saying sure just to get this over with, shady bitch. Um, Then, yeah, probably sushi. Or like pork, 
But like, I wouldn't say sushi's my all-time favorite because it's not like all-time at the top. I don't. It's okay, not my go- favorite we're, anymore. We're going with sushi. It's not my favorite. We're changing. <laughs> I don't know. Is, okay, wait. Is there a food you want to try that you haven't yet? No. Really? There's never been a food like on your bucket list to try that you haven't. No. Would you try escargot? Fuck no. Have you ever had a lobster roll? I've had lobster. I've never had like a lobster roll. No. Would you have a lobster roll? Probably. Okay. Well, then there's a food that you haven't tried that you that you would try. Sure. Mine would mine would be a lobster roll. I've seen many of it, like many lobster rolls on TV, and like I want a lobster roll so fucking bad with real lobster, obviously. But mm, that shit looks divine. Okay, let's end this. We're just rambling now. You're so disrespectful. Okay, so we're gonna end here, you guys, because I'm deciding that we're ending. Anyway, um, we hope you guys enjoyed as always. Uh, be sure to let us know. Be sure to follow our socials. They'll either be linked to, I guess, the Spotify, our Spotify information or our uh, YouTube video. Um, or we can just tell you, you know, shoot us a follow at, at the Conversion Therapy Podcast. I think that's what it is on Instagram. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed. We'll catch you in the next. Th- we only did two fucking topics this episode, dude. That's okay. I mean, we. You, I'm sure we talked about many other fucking shit. But um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. And Peace we out. will catch you next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye.